guys welcome back to the podcast today we are talking about substances and triggers to using substances um for people who are not fully aware of what substance use um issues look like um i'll just be explaining that now this isn't to be considered or taken as uh medical advice um I do work in the mental health field. I'm not a licensed clinician. Um, I'm not assigned to anybody listening to the podcast, so therefore I cannot offer treatment recommendations or anything along those lines. And this is being recorded after hours, so I'm also not in, you know, I don't have access to supervision or any kind of um, director or anybody to consult with. So this isn't part of something professional it's more like educational and entertainment but um so a lot of times people will wonder kind of what first of all is considered a substance um a lot of things that are considered substances are um you know there's stuff that people would label as like hard drugs something that's like or something that's like socially acceptable but it's still a substance and then there's stuff that's socially acceptable that most people don't consider a substance but it still can alter your your brain chemistry your mood your um processing speeds like intellectually uh your sleep patterns your physical energy so i'm going to be talking about some of these things now um pretty much a substance can be just about anything that that alters in a certain way um and a lot of times people think about oh if I'm stoned or high or you know drunk you know or something that would be considered not sober um that means that it's that's the only thing that's a substance but there are a lot of things that surprisingly are substances and I'm not going to cover every single possible thing cuz there's so much and I don't really it wasn't really my intention to record for too long about this. I'm just trying to get in a recording that might be some helpful helpful information. And the reason why I'm mentioning it is because a lot of things going on lately with politics and, you know, wars and the economy and, you know, people in the LGBTQ plus communities, people who are, you know, women, minorities, um, or even people who aren't ethnic minorities or gender minorities or sexual minorities or any kind of minorities, even majority populations um, are, you know, definitely everybody's struggling pretty much worldwide and locally, you know, in our own country in the U.S. and also um, where I live in Southern California, just everything from, you know, food to, you know, affordable gas to affordable anything pretty much. And we all know, you know, that um, one of some major areas that get impacted that, you know, cause stressors at the least for people um, are usually related to financial things or social things, right? And so, you know, we were cut off 
from each other socially for like you know nearly two years or so over two years and then you know in the midst of that of that there were definitely economic problems going on but now they're still continued and then there's still the scares of like covid spikes and all these kinds of things uh, impacting people's ability to work and people trying to find jobs that they can actually pay the bills and all these kinds of things and so all of that ties into you know things that i've been noticing like a lot more ambulances um being kind of like driving around um, with sirens on and a lot more, you know, um, distress, especially in like the YouTube world. Um, I know, like, I follow a lot of finance stuff. I follow a lot of comedy stuff. I follow a lot of uh, stuff about LGBT stuff. I follow a lot about about hemp and cannabis and psilocybin and all sorts of things. And I'm noticing trends in people looking into these details more. And a lot of the details along the lines of finance, mental health, physical health, just concerns with like even being able to eat, buy gas, afford gas, get get like reliable transportation that's affordable and all that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of it is not really good news. A lot of it's like, okay, like we're kind of, and we're, we've been in a situation where it's impactful for people, but I'm noticing a lot of people also kind of turning to substance, looking at substances, um, relapsing on substances, people using more, um, there, you know, a lot of people are trying to like escape or feel like different or feel a relaxation or function a little better as far as like process things faster and like work faster and be more productive and alert while they're at work and focusing or trying to like find jobs. So there's the combination of the people who are looking for stuff that like either numbs them or takes their mind off stuff or makes them feel de-stressed. And then another combination of the people who are so overwhelmed that their energy level is just slowed down naturally and because of the stress levels and so they're needing to kind of like amp up you know somehow so they're using things to kind of do that um and then there's like pain concerns associated with a lot of people with somatic types of complaints a lot of us hold a lot of our stress in our bodies physically with anxiety with depression with um trauma with all sorts of things uh the stress and like sleep problems things like that a lot of people you'll notice you're more sore you feel physically slower you're more um, just irritable, just groggy, and all kinds of things. And this is just like on a natural day-to-day without even considering substances. Just people aren't feeling well. They aren't feeling like they're functioning the way they want to or they're not feeling like they're able to relax when they feel like they want to. Um, usually those are the areas that are most common, but there are a lot of things in, like on other areas too. But those are the most common that I'm noticing. And then, so taking that... Um, usually what is considered like harder drugs, there are things that are usually illegal, but are harder drugs. And so you would say things like cocaine or meth, methamphetamine, um, those are considered hard drugs that, you know, there are others too, but those are considered hard drugs that are kind of like street drugs. You don't really, um, get them. I mean, you can get methadone prescribed, but it's not supposed to really be like 
it's it's uh, to manage use and so it's not really considered like a substance almost like if you were taking some prescribed uh, medication you know those could still potentially be categorized as a substance or drug of some form um, but also because it's managed and people are, are you know um, um, you know following up and they're seeing like is it managing the issue that it's meant to manage um, that the provider wanted someone to see a prescriber for um, then usually a lot of times prescription, even uh, methadone clinic appointments where people are getting methadone, that's usually considered um, that's usually con- not considered a substance or even things like B12, B6, vitamins, things like that. Um, they can be a stimulant of a form, but also you find them in vitamins and like one a days and uh, vitamin water has like some type of B vitamins, B12, whatever. There's a lot of stuff that's like for energy that might be caffeine free, but it still has B vitamins, um, things like that. There are a lot of vitamins out there that a lot of people wouldn't really classify that as like a substance, right? But I mean, in a way, it kind of depends. Um, so there are things like prescriptions, methadone, vitamins um, that, you know, people don't really consider those as substances, even though you could still technically get um, a form of a dependence on it, meaning that if you stop taking it, you notice some kind of a, a side effect or some kind of impact like on your mood, on your sleep, on, you know, you might have physical withdrawal symptoms, things like that. Um, so, um, yeah, and so that's an interesting thing that, you know, usually if a doctor's involved or if it's, if it's considered something healthy, a lot of times people won't look at that as a substance. Um, but it can be, uh, in all honesty, it can be anything pretty much can be abused. Um, so just cause it doesn't qualify, like, and I'm just saying all these things so people can know educationally for themselves. Cause I think, it's hard for us to be aware of our own conditions, aware of our own selves and catch things early before they spiral out of control to a point where it feels unmanageable. And, you know, if you don't really know, hey, maybe look out for this. Um, it might sound like a great idea to be like, hey, I'm caffeine free now and I'm, you know, not using stimulants, but I'm drinking like six vitamin waters a day or like people who say that like they're not taking stimulants, you know, they're not taking meth, they're not taking uh, speed, they're not, you know, they're not taking like certain stuff to kind of get them, you know, amped up, but then they're like drinking like eight coffees or like three monsters and things like that, where it's like, yeah, you know, a lot of stuff can be considered a substance in a way. And so, um, or it can be abused, even if it's not really seen as a substance so there are things that are substances that are still um there are things that are substances that are that are um hmm. there are things that are substances sorry there are things that are substances that people don't necessarily um they're 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 socially acceptable for example so I already talked about like the medication prescriptions and then from that 
a little higher up level would would you know be um the um you know I guess like somewhere on the lower level of problematic would be like the vitamin related things versus the uh, and and like prescription medication type of things. Uh anything can be dangerous. There's no there's nothing that's like zero risk, right? Um but um yeah, then you get into like the things that are socially acceptable. So where I live, it's socially acceptable to be having alcohol or caffeine or sugar. Um, those things aren't really looked at as bad, um, or, um, altering in a way that's, well, they are seen as altering, and cigarettes, I think I said cigarettes, but, um, yeah, those things aren't really, like, like, there's not really a lot of taboo around them, maybe depending on your upbringing, and, like, if you're religious of some sort, um, or, you know, just really kind of, like, family members that have bad experiences with like alcohol addictions or things like that or like people in your family remaining sober or even if it just comes from a place of health um that's usually where you see people not really wanting to use anything like that but um a lot of times caffeine isn't usually considered a substance um but it's in coffee a lot of times it's in tea a lot of times it's in you know um there's even like supplements like uh like c4 for example neon c4 a lot of like pre-workouts that are um stimulants um you know, like I mentioned, like Monsters, Red Bulls, that like energy drinks, that kind of thing. Um, they have caffeine. They have, you know, all kinds of weird stuff. Some of them say sugar-free, but it's other kind of like sweeten and sweetening kind of things. Um, uh, a lot of this stuff can get you like super amped up, super wired. Um, I'm really sensitive to a lot of it. So like even today, I was, um, I did have some coffee earlier, and I know you're not really supposed to have C4 with coffee, but I had coffee a little earlier, and then I was like, you know, I really am having, like, a bit of a stressful day, and I don't think I'm gonna work out adequately after work, so I knew I was gonna be on hold for, like, 15 to 20 minutes, so during my hold time during work, I had a, uh, I had, like, a sip, like, a gulp of a pre-workout. I did some yoga while I was on hold, and then, um, once the C4 kind of kicked in, I did like a, like a 30 minute workout. And so I got in a workout today, mostly for that reason. Um, cause I did it during work. Um, and I had like a 30 minute break, which was my lunch break. I used that as a, um, <clears throat> I used my 30 minute lunch. Um, so there's that and then there's also um um not only the 30 minute lunch break but um just kind of uh you know getting able being able to work out right um but I know for myself you know caffeine stimulants like that like the pre-workouts and stuff they don't really make me feel too good once they start wearing off. They feel good when they kick in, but when they start wearing off, I'm like, uh, I just feel like a little like agitated, irritable. And so at the at that point, you know, usually it, it you know, I'd probably I'd, I'd probably vape or something. 
um, like a, like an indica or hybrid indica dominant um, THC vape or CBD vape or something like that. Um, I'd, I'd say edibles are usually too strong, but I'm not saying that I that I don't ever have any, but I'm just saying, like, that's kind of where my head goes, is like, okay, like, you bring yourself up, then bring yourself down, so I get how people kind of do that, um, but, you know, I do notice for my own self, like, like I mentioned, like, a gulp of, like, a mix, like, the C4 powder mixed with water, I don't drink the whole dosage of 200 milligrams, Uh, worth of caffeine and it has other stuff in it too so I don't usually drink all that because I never really need that much energy but you know I feel like the gulp usually gets me you know energized enough to get in a workout and then you know but I do need something to bring me off of the edge of it like once it starts kind of kind of wearing off it doesn't feel too pleasant and I'm like I can't really like deal with my whole evening feeling like that you know all like irritated and weird and so that you know is already something in itself where I'm like okay I don't have energy enough to really like get in a decent workout if I'm not having any kind of a stimulant but then if I do have a stimulant then it leads to having to use something else because the come down from the stimulant is like too intense for me to really feel comfortable like I don't have to it's not like like I need to or have to use anything in the evening but it's just kind of preferred for me if I know I'm going to be around like family or friends and socializing and having to interact I really value my relationships and I try not to be you know a dick to people and try not to be like a jerk actually I hate saying that I hate I hate saying like I hate saying like a dick because that kind of it's kind of like a weird a weird way of you know I don't know maybe I'm taking this too far but I don't really have a thing against people with penises you know, and I feel like kind of saying like a dick kind of almost makes it assume like that there's something with people who identify as male who have those body parts, you know, it's kind of like assuming like maybe some kind of toxic masculinity or something along those lines. I never like in my head, it just saying that doesn't really you know, I was trying not to say asshole, and that's what came out, but it's like, I guess we all have assholes, so I don't know, but I guess, um, I don't know, I've, I've got nothing against males, I've got nothing against genitalia, I'm just saying, you know, um, I'm trying not to be a jerk, so, um, yeah, but, um, I don't know, I look into things too much sometimes, and I think too much about it, but, so yeah, that's kind of what it looks like on a, on an end of like supplements and things like that like that's my example of kind of like something that would be not out of the norm for me I can't do a daily I can't do like a daily c4 even if it's like a gulp um I can't do um too much like you're not really supposed to have c4 on the same day as any other stimulants of any kind like tea or coffee and so or energy drinks or red bulls or any other kind of thing like that um, and most people do take the full 200 milligrams. I probably take like in the single digits worth of milligrams. Um, I'm going to have to measure it out and see. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's not a high, a high amount. Um, but 
yeah, things like that. Like looking into if you're taking something the right way or the wrong way and just like, are you just doing it to try to function? Like today for me, that was the most functional thing. I was like, I'm trying to keep things as balanced as I can on my routines. And so for me, it made more sense to use my lunch break and use because I can eat during work while I'm like still on hold with other calls after lunch, after my actual 30 minute lunch break. Because I'm working remotely from home, so I can always just do the calls and stuff, Um, you know, and sit on hold. And sometimes I strategically um, schedule to make the calls that I know are going to take longer wait times when I know I'm going to need to just like eat lunch or something. And so I'll be just like on hold for like ages for like 50 minutes worth of like hold times over like three or four calls. And that's enough time to like eat. Um, And then I, you know, I'd rather have a workout in during my lunch break versus resting or watching a video or something while I'm eating for me today that was more worth it so um after considering those kind of substances you kind of want to look at um um yeah so I mentioned like yeah the things that are that are kind of common um so outside of caffeine I think caffeine is the most um people consider caffeine to be the most acceptable socially from there you have cigarettes nicotine um so smoking is considered um you know kind of socially acceptable even though you know nicotine is addictive um you can get tobacco without nicotine i think um and you can just smoke that just i don't know if tobacco naturally has nicotine or if the nicotine's added that shows you how much I know um I don't know if uh cigars have nicotine but um you know cigarettes can be addictive um and then yeah beer alcohol hard liquor you know things in the alcohol category um that's probably about between cigarettes and and alcohol those are probably the most social socially acceptable where people start getting like diagnoses like common diagnoses like nicotine dependence um um alcohol dependence things like that um now um you know i mentioned that there are other other kind of hard drugs and then there's other stuff that's kind of more um kind of in the middle somewhere between alcohol and things like meth and coke comes like um psychedelics and cannabis i would put them kind of in the middle um because oh, they've been kind of villainized i'm not saying that i villainize them but i'm saying like throughout history you know they got shut down in most of the world to not be using it and they're illegal in a lot of places in the world still there's still a lot of debate going on about like cannabis use cbd use cbn use um just hemp itself um um what would be some other things um other than hemp like uh there's like psilocybin or what people know is like shrooms magic mushrooms there's acid, LSD, 
Um, I think I mentioned speed before. I think speed would be... I'm not talking about like schedule one, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm talking about just how society tends to see things, right? Um, and then um, you have... Uh, like there's other stuff like like ketamine, um, um, kava, um, I would put I would put cacao I would put cacao kind of more in the in the area where I was talking more about like vitamins I would put cacao kind of like lower on the list. Um, as far as like socially what people would maybe I would put cacao maybe in the same category as like vitamin water or like a like a something like that um and then um yeah the yeah just basically psychedelics in general um a combo um different types of like plant medicines uh um ayahuasca i mean there are a lot of things that are traditional i feel like a lot of things in that in that area between um between alcohol and before you start getting to like speed meth that kind of thing i feel like a lot of those like psychedelic property type of or in psychoactive type of um things they a lot of times traditionally throughout history have been used for uh, medicines um maybe recreational too but you know it wasn't till recently that you really started seeing too much about recreational um and then so yeah and then so what it looks like for people to have like a dependence or like a problem of a sort is usually um people look at the impact on somebody's life now the impact doesn't necessarily have to be you know a person is like strung out on something you know in some kind of a you know abandoned house somewhere um just not able to function like laying around on the ground like that that's more extreme um it can look anywhere from you know overspending too much on something um out of your budget um to you know making risky decisions like not ubering um when you shouldn't you know when you shouldn't be driving but you know driving instead of ubering or it can look like um just socially being kind of not as nice as you could be or you know emotionally or mentally not being kind of as you know um conscious of and aware of what your surroundings are um or you know, in an altered state of consciousness, or, um, you know, then you start looking at things like withdrawal symptoms. So if a person stops using whatever it is, is there a certain, like, physical or emotional thing that's, that, uh, is distressing that happens? 
or if not only just like stopping use like is somebody increasing their use to get the same effects that happens a lot with coffee for example people say you know i used to drink like a third of a cup of coffee now i'm drinking two cups of coffee a day you know just to get the same like energy level right um and so just taking those kind of things into account that's kind of what it looks like and then things that kind of drive people to this uh to using different things you know it kind of depends like a lot of people go to like psychedelics and things like that and like traditional medicines plant medicines when they're more interested in like a spiritual type of answer spiritual awakening awakening spiritual experience um some kind of like a like they they might have a value in in um different states of consciousness and things like that um dream like states while you're awake and all kinds of different types of things um and like i mentioned at the very beginning about people some people needing more energy they'd likely go to some type of a stimulant like caffeine meth pre-workouts energy drinks um i mean nicotine can be a stimulant too um some people want to come down from something they would probably go more towards like cannabis um alcohol it kind of depends on the situation you can have like a turn up at a party alcohol might help but some people after work they have like wine or you know a drink and it kind of like kind of helps them relax a little bit um and so that's kind of what it looks like um on the surface anyways um a lot of it there's more depth to it um but the best way initially to be able to cope is to just look at your daily life your daily schedule when you use or weekly schedule or monthly schedules when you use what where you are when you're doing it and when you're using it like what leads you to use it um and once you're very aware of that you'll be able to find different methods that you can cope with whatever that is because if you don't really know what you're doing to kind of get what affects when um like i was mentioning about the you know wanting to work out wanting to stay on my schedule having some trouble with with like staying on my routines you know it was kind of like okay do this to get this and then do this to get to the next step of your of your later in the evening that's kind of how I saw it today it wasn't necessarily like I'm trying to get like turned or trying to get like you know trying to get like stoned or or trying to be like wired I'm just trying to like get stick to my routines um and this is that was kind of for today the best um option for me to be able to do it um using some 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 kind of um altering thing right um i feel like if i wouldn't have had any c4 i probably wouldn't have gotten a decent enough workout if i you know wasn't vaping if i hadn't vaped at all um i probably would be like super irritated and just like not as not able to even record a podcast not really able to want to do anything and i'd be probably just like super highly anxious um and mind you i know my body now and my mind well enough to know how much i can take of what um to not impact my sleep at night to not impact my mood during the rest of my evening to not impact my work like i'm not like vaping during work but um yeah but that's 
that's kind of all I have to say about that. Just kind of a tidbit on, on these things. And um, hopefully it was interesting. Hopefully it was helpful. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank <music> you.